on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And as you would imagine, what went on in France and the allegations there dominating many of the front pages today. The Irish Sun Rugby World Cup horror Ireland fan is gang raped. Woman 37 snatched by three men. The Irish Daily Mirror hunt for three men after rugby fan raped. Irish supporter abducted and assaulted by gang at World Cup. And then the Irish Daily Star goes with Irish fan gang raped after match. French police launch probe after woman grabbed by three men. The star saying French police are hunting for three Romanian suspects after an Irish fan at the Rugby World Cup was allegedly abducted and gang raped. The attack happened in Bordeaux late on Sunday night after Ireland's victory over Romania. What an horrific story there. And the last thing you would expect, and I I saw some female rugby supporters tweeting online saying that they would never have fear, you know, going to or coming from a rugby match uh, and then to hear this story, obviously there's a major investigation. Gardi are on hand, they're in France uh, to assist with French prosecutors and the Department of Foreign Affairs here says that it is uh, on standby to provide consular assistance. That's on three of the front pages this morning. Absolutely awful story. The Irish Daily Mail, RTE in U-turn on the pay of its 100 highest earners. RTE has decided not to publish the names of its 100 highest earners due to data protection issues. Amid criticism, it's trying to hide the identities of those on six-figure salaries. So we thought we were going to get the names of the 100 highest earners. Looks like we're not now. They say it's inappropriate to publish the list of names. Uh, And we have a series of controversies, obviously. Documents obtained by the Irish Daily Mail show that the state broadcaster won't publish the much-anticipated list. Ortiz says it's inappropriate to ask staff for their permission to publish their name and salary after several staff members apparently went to Ortiz's data protection officer and complained. This will be certainly the focus of a lot of the questioning tomorrow when Kevin Backhurst and other executives from Ortiz are back again before the Oireachtas Media Committee there. So that's on the front of the Irish Daily Mail. And as we know that we have 178 pages of documents which were sent to the Oireachtas Media Committee uh, this week. So they all have to go and um, read through all of those details, the TDs and Senators on the Media Committee before they appear tomorrow. The Irish Independent has a new look Uh, The writing is different on the masthead, so if you're picking up a paper today, you'll see that the Indo looks different. They uh, only changed their face a few months ago, I felt, but they have a new way of writing the Irish Independent. It looks like a new green as well uh, on the front page. Their main story for their new edition is growing pressure for yet another hike in mortgage rates. The threat of another European interest rate rise is stalking borrowers. So the European Central Bank meets again this week. It had been hoped that after nine hikes in lending rates that the ECB wouldn't go for another rise on Thursday. But now economists are warning that another 0.25 percentage point increase cannot be ruled out because inflation 
uh, it, it's still persistent. It's not changing. Uh, it is kind of creeping up the whole time. So as a result of that, there could be more misery for mortgage holders. That's the front of the Irish Independent. Then the front of the Irish Examiner goes with the situation in Galway. Uh, fears rising violence in Galway will lead to death. I'm sure some of you saw horrific footage coming from Galway over the weekend. And now a Galway TD has told the Irish Examiner that he fears someone is going to be killed if there's no response to a spate of recent violent incidents in Galway City. Four people are currently in hospital getting treatment for what happened on Sunday evening when this car was driven at high speed at a group of people uh, on the Headford Road at around six o'clock in the evening. There was a big altercation in a car park on the Headford Road and as I say, videos circulating widely on social media. During that same incident, by the way, two men were injured uh, and assaulted, not being treated now for non-life-threatening injuries. But Galway TD Sean Canney says that the frequency of such incidents is very worrying. He says it's a symptom that is heading in the wrong direction and will lead to death without doubt. So it's not just Dublin that's the uh, focus of violence in our cities. Galway now certainly the focus of it too. Now, what else do we have here? The Irish Examiner on the front page, stop cheerleading Sinn Féin is what we're being told. Michal Martin blasts opposition party and faces down farmers at the Fianna Fáil Think-In. Now, uh, as I say, News Talk Breakfast will be live from the Fianna Fáil Think-In and Michal Martin will be on the show this morning. But yesterday he was speaking to the media and he said that Sinn Féin is infecting a new generation. So obviously Michal Martin launching a pointed attack on Mary Lou Macdonald and the party. He says Sinn Féin is two-faced and uh, they're two-faced on climate change and remains triumphalist about the horrible deeds that were committed in the Troubles. Uh, so he had a broadsided attack on Sinn Féin and then he also had to face down farmers who protested at the Thinkin yesterday uh, and he says there will be no renegotiation of a controversial change in the EU nitrates derogation there. The farmers, by the way, stayed outside the hotel last night. Uh, they had a fire going, uh, so they stayed awake all night as the TDs and senators and MEPs and everyone belonging to Fianna Fáil slept in the hotel inside. The farmers stayed awake outside in the rain with fires burning to uh, highlight what they say is their um, objection to this new EU nitrates rule and what the Irish government, I suppose, is doing about it. The Irish Times, Belfast talks show deep rift on Stormont. Uh, relations don't look great between Ireland and the UK when it comes to the North. Taoiseach Leo Vradker has clashed with Northern Ireland Secretary Chris Heaton-Harris over his remarks on the outlook for a united Ireland. So yesterday should have been very good news. A billion quid in funding for Northern Ireland and instead it's all about rows going on with the politicians. So there's this cross-border funding announced yesterday and the Irish Times says the exchanges came four days after Leo Vradker told RT he expected to see a united Ireland in his lifetime. Then we had the Northern Secretary Chris Heaton-Harris saying that some of the comments from Leo Vradker were unhelpful uh, because they resonate up in the north among the loyalist or the unionist communities and he says he needs to try and get the executive up and running. Then Leo Vradker says he's not a unionist bogeyman and he says that it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone that a Taoiseach of the country would aspire 
to unity. So a bit of uh, tension going on between Leo Varadkar and Chris Heaton-Harris. And really, the billion quid didn't get mentioned a lot yesterday. It was all about that instead. Prisoners are on a new diet in Irish prisons, according to the Irish Examiner. They're being offered low-fat, low-sugar meals, uh, also gluten-free. These are the new meals, the new food offerings on the menus in the country's prisons. The Irish Examiner says prisoners can expect a wide range of modern meals after the Irish Prison Service completed a major review. I have to say the food sounds delicious in prison at the moment. Uh, So some of the prison meals include chicken curry and rice. There's also bangers and mash, uh, egg mayonnaise to fish and chips. There's also vegetarian lasagnas. For breakfast, there's cereals, fresh milk, alternative milks. Uh, There is uh, fresh fruit. Then there's yogurts, there's cheeses and snacks as well. So what they're saying is that uh, they've done this review and prisoners can avail of different types of dining in our prison. That's on the back of the Irish Examiner um, this morning, if you want to read more about that. Now, inside the Irish Daily Mail, staying with food, not to do with prison, but to do with working from home. Apparently, working from home is playing havoc with our diet because people are snacking on more indulgent foods such as chocolate and they're eating between meals. I don't think this is going to be a big surprise to people working from home. uh, I never really worked from home, but the amount of people I know who say you can't just have a cup of tea working from home, you have to have biscuits with it or chocolate with it. So there's new research out from Compass Group Ireland, which found that those working from home work longer hours than people in the office. And those who do remote working snack on average 1.9 times a day. So that's more than people based in the office. And eating chocolate during breaks uh, is more of a temptation, apparently, when you're at home because it's so easily available. You just go to the cupboard and get out the biscuit tin. So apparently remote workers are indulging themselves when they're uh, working from home. The Irish Independent tells us that there's wine flowing down the street in Portugal. I know this will be devastating to a lot of people. Millions of litres of red wine flooding down the streets of a Portuguese village. Uh, It's a freak occurrence apparently, which happened when two huge wine tanks burst at a distillery in central Portugal and they reckon 2.2 million litres of red wine. That's the equivalent of an Olympic-sized swimming pool cascaded through the village on Sunday. So I'm sure some people probably got uh, their straws out or tried to collect some of the wine. Final story comes from the mirror. How do you get over a heartbreak? Apparently you watch a rom-com and Bridget Jones's diary has been voted the best rom-com to heal a broken heart. That came out on top, according to the mirror, followed by Legally Blonde and The Holiday. Also in the top ten, The Wedding Singer, Crazy Stupid Love and How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. You would think they're the last type of films you want to watch when your heart is broken, but apparently not. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.